Welcome to Kind of Funnies, The Mandalorian in review, just like we did with Game of Thrones final season in review. We're going to be reviewing every episode in season one of The Mandalorian. Is it? Did you, All did eight you, of them. Did you hide the Watto mask somewhere? Oh, Is that what you're no, laughing about? No, no, Watto won't be making an appearance in this. It'd be silly. It would be silly. You didn't call him, or he's just busy? What's going on? It's just that some people can't do it, and when I mean some people, I mean everybody but me. You know what I mean, Andy? Well, I'll you're let you. Really I'll let you. Really you know water. what? It's it's a brand new day here. It's the Mandalorian. All right, uh-huh. let's just put it all the cards on the table. Clearly, this guy Boba Fett's grandson. All right, we're all set on that. Good, locked and loaded. That's the show. Let's get on to the rest of it. Though. Greg Miller has cracked the case, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Boba Fett's grandson. All right, I'm name? Tim Gettys. This is Andy <laughs> Cortez. That's Kevin Coelho. We got Craig Miller here, great. And Nick Scarpino <laughs> rounded out the table. Uh, like I said, we're going to be reviewing every episode of The Mandalorian. Uh, this is going to be concurrently with Star Wars in review. Uh, we're going to continue that as well. This first week, since there are two episodes of Mandalorian, we're doing Mandalorian today. And then on Friday, we'll be doing episode two. Next week, we will return with Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and then episode three of The Mandalorian, um, and so forth and so forth till the end of the year. Um, you can get the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, or you can watch it later on youtube.com slash kindoffunny, roosterteeth.com, or search for Kind of Funny Reviews on your favorite podcast service. You can get the show ad-free by going to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, just like Al Tribesman did, our Patreon producer. The Lone Hunter. The Lone Hunter. He's out there. Just out there. He's part of a little tribe. bounty hunter. Solo you know spinoff I mean? movie over it's here. His, his, yeah. his tribe is Al Solo's tribesman. Yeah, he's hunting down that blue alien from the beginning. From, mm-hmm. To get the milk out of him, just <laughs> turn him upside down and juice him. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. No, I'm right. a big one in this in the show. Oh, the Mandalorian. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I blocked that guy. Out, I blocked that guy out of my brain. He was like the worst part of this episode. <laughs> this, this is uh, the first day of the rest of our lives in a Disney Plus life. Right, you know what I mean? it's a whole new, whole new future, bright future. They launched last night uh, on pretty much every device known to mankind, unless you're in Europe, and then. Then you had You're to look kind of it. out of luck. Yeah, you had to go to your local time. circuit city to watch it. Yeah. And we all thought the same. <laughs> I don't know how, what that'll yeah. help at all. But <laughs> I just think like it was the bank of TVs. It was always so cool to watch one thing on 50 different TVs. Yeah, it was cool. You're like, it's bright. We all thought the one. same thing. We all turned on the Disney Plus app and we all went, McClunky. Right? I have no it? idea what that joke is from today. It was what very confusing. I saw it making the rounds, and I was so, like, is it something to do with Greedo? So, a new Greedo? got released today, right, As, along with all the Star Wars movies. Sure. And there's been a new scene added, a new bit of dialogue added Great. to the Greedo and Han oh, scene. Yeah. And Great. so, Why? so, so th- it isn't just a it normal. It still wasn't shoot-off. clear. It still wasn't clear. It isn't clear. just a normal shoot off. Greedo now says McClunky, meaning something to the effect of like, st- "I'm going to shoot you," and then <laughs> well, you're, about then you're about to get shot. You're about to get shot. Work. And then the the shoot off happens anyway. And apparently, this was something that Lucas made for the 3D re-release of A New Hope and never got released. Mm. Even so in, now we e- have this even McClunky dead. Line. George Lucas is still dead. fucking with <laughs> the original <laughs> Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah, From the grave, <laughs> this man will not stop fucking with my childhood. Hey, all that aside. Star Wars in 4K, UHD, so, yeah. HDR for the first I'm fucking very, I'm time. I'm very excited to them. watch that on my 10-year-old 1080p plasma. God, yeah, you can do that. It's yeah. still a solid why is, uh, why is Last Jedi not on there? Because it's on Netflix still. Last Jedi will be making right. this so Disney is, Plus December 26th. What other Star Wars movies are it, it, oh, Last Jedi and Solo aren't on there. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, so America. they only want the good Star cool, Wars though. movies on there. It's, it's awesome cool. that they up-res them and like, or, or did the uh, the 4K. I mean, it's insane. That's, that's never really been cool. released before, not yeah. on 4K, Smart. USD or anything. If you're so. gonna if you're gonna launch your own streaming service, might as well launch it with yeah. that and extended Endgame scenes. If you go to uh, the Last Jedi page because it exists, you see when when the movies are coming. And same thing for MCU. Like you can see when oh, nice. Infinity War is coming so and cool. whatever. Yeah, so very very cool stuff. Um, Let's get right into it, baby. This is The Mandalorian. Chapter 1. Seems like they're not really naming these things anything fun. It's chapter 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. It's very... They're it's out fine. of it. It's very, it's very, yeah, they're out. Fuck them. Yeah. You know it's, what I mean? It's very indicative of what's, uh, what's to come, probably, unfortunately. What does that mean? I just feel like this was an interesting first episode for this show, and there wasn't a lot there. Nick didn't like it. Uh, released on November 12th, 2019, directed by Dave Filoni. If you don't know Dave Filoni, uh, Dave Filoni is an American animation director, voice actor, television writer, television producer, film director, blah, 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 blah. He's most known for his work on Avatar, The Last Airbender, and on the Star Wars Clone Wars film and television series. He was also the creator and executive producer of Star Wars Rebels for all four seasons. And for the first two seasons, he served as a supervising director. Uh, 
Filoni then accepted a promotion to oversee all of Lucasfilm animation projects. Then he returned as supervising director for season four. This episode, like many of the episodes this season, uh, written by John Favreau, who's also the showrunner of the entire show. This episode had a runtime of 39 minutes. Shorter than I expected. Very brief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed that. I'm fine though. with that. I was happy yeah. with it. Don't overstay your welcome. Get in there, get exactly. in. Exactly. Tell me. Yeah. Why, why yeah. give us filler when we don't need exactly, it? Exactly, right? Well, the facts this guy wears with a helmet. You. Here, uh, <laughs> a live-action Star Wars TV series entered production in early 2009 with over 50 scripts written by 2012, but due to their complex content, they were deemed too expensive to produce. Its title was to have been Star Wars Underworld. In January 2013, following the 2012 sale of Lucasfilm to Disney, then-president of the ABC Television Network, spoke to the current status of the series, commenting that, we love to do something with Lucasfilm. We're not sure what yet. We haven't even sat down with him. We're going to look at the live-action series. We're going to look at all of them and see what's right. We weren't able to discuss this with them until the acquisition closed. Just closed. Definitely going to be part of the conversation. And then in June 2014, more details regarding the series were revealed, including that Boba Fett would have appeared. So then obviously this is like not that, but this kind of came from the, the ashes of that. Grandson again. Eventually. And then something that I thought was interesting is uh, in the credits, a lot of people were noticing that Unreal Engine was, was credited. Mm. Yeah. Unreal Engine is a game engine developed by Epic Games is used to create the digital backgrounds. It makes the rendering of the visual effects faster than would normally be possible for a live action series. And Favreau said the technology can be applied for a variety of challenges, or to a variety of challenges. So rather than using sketches on a whiteboard to map out scenes, the storyboarding was done on the game engine. Profile Studios provided the real-time camera tracking in the 3D environment. So that you'd like That's pretty cool. Andy. Oh, yeah. And this is all stuff that he kind of like was working on in Lion King. Do you uh, think that uh, be that speeder scene heart. was using Unreal too? It's like Probably. that speeder, that first speeder did not look great with the droid in it. Yeah, when it came out, I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the effects in this What's did up? not look great. So now, before we get into, I don't even know what we're getting into. How much we, did it gross? Think about this. How much did it gross? Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of fucking money. <laughs> Something to the tune of twenty-five million subscriptions by twenty twenty-two. Um, Kev, what do you think? I liked it. I thought it was cool. Uh, you know, more Star Wars can can doesn't necessarily mean good Star Wars, but I felt like overall the tone was cool. Pedro Pascal's dope. Just everything when he talks, it's like, oh yeah, keep talking, keep saying stuff. Yeah. You got a nice way of talking. Yeah, yeah. he's the man. Also, the action I thought was really cool. Seeing an IG unit like out there yeah. fucking Is he? cleaning up. Pedro Pascal was pretty yeah. interesting. I wonder if there's any consequences for killing another bounty hunter. Seems like there might be if you're in a guild. Yeah. But we'll find out. Yeah. Shout out to Taika who uh, voiced that IG unit. That's yeah. pretty cool. Real dope. Wait, so, but it was that IG88? No, it was IG11. IG so that's yeah. not. I don't know if that's Taika. Wait, it is, was what, Taika. That was Taika. Yeah. No, I thought yeah. he was going to be in the show the whole time. He's credited. No. I'm sure he'll do another voice somewhere else. Maybe, I mean, but he's IG directing. That might be what I. I guess well, I'll, the droid that you were talking about the bounty droid, right? Yeah. 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 He was. He's in the promotional materials. I'm yeah. sure there's another model yeah, of him that'll one. show up. Okay. IG12. Similar. If you watch Terminator interview, right? Every Arnold Schwarzenegger isn't the same Terminator. Same mm. model, not the same Terminator. I was on that. Not all Terminators are Arnold Schwarzenegger, but all you fucking nailed it today. Because <laughs> it was Terminator, then with a Star Wars character. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I mean, if they come back, I think it's going to be this one coming back. I don't think it's You think they're going to repair this one? He's going to be like, you shot me in the fucking head. Yeah. Oh, this, yeah. one's, this one's gone. I mean, always dead. I don't think but, another IG-11 is going to come. That's no, but I, I'm sure it'll be another IG unit. Because when he got there, he was just like, oh, great. He, 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 he was that, awesome. He has that throwaway line where he's like, oh, shit, a fucking IG unit or whatever. Like a, yeah, there, there were. Whatever that droid is, a bounty unit. Also, like, there were just a lot of. Articles leading up to this saying that you know Taika was you know his role was a lot larger than what we had assumed. And someone who knows nothing about this, the only promotional material I've seen is what is that is, is that that MMA fighter woman from the movies we yeah, used to watch too? Gina Carano. She's got a gun. It's got Mandalorian. Then it's got then it's got the droid. The droid is definitely back. All right, he's going to be back. Yeah. I will bet I mean, everyone at this table a cool five be, spot. All right, I, you want to bet five dollars? No, do it, man. Do it. Coward! Do it. Why don't you want to have fun? Bet you, coward. Bet 500, you coward! <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we're going to get more IG units, and I think they're all going to have the same voice. Just throughout, yeah. Interesting. Um, Nick. Why do you have a dollar? A loose dollar. It's $2. I can't take the other one off. It's let me two. try. Let me try. Let me try. You want to do it? Try. Let me try. Feather that, feather that. I, oh, I love fresh it. money from the bank. You know what I mean? It. Whoa. Andy, what if I kept doing it and I kept bringing out more dollars? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I dream of. Like, you know, video games, you find the glitch. What if I find the glitch in life for infinite money? You know know what I mean? Same serial code. That'd be great. So, Nick, uh, expand on your your thoughts. Uh, My my worry with the show is that it's it's going to do for 
Star Wars what Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did for Marvel, which is to say not much. Um, the show, the episode started off really, really slowly. And then by the end of it, I was like, okay, I'm starting to get into this. And then it ended. So, like, the, I think the last 10 minutes were actually pretty fascinating. But the beginning of it with that blue guy, I was like, this is TV. And that's not good. Mm-hmm. I do not want Star Wars TV. I want Star Wars to be movies. And these should be, every episode should be treated as such. I also did myself a grave disservice by watching um, the latest episode of Watchmen right before I watched this. Mm-hmm. And Watchmen is a show that immediately like got, gets you into this world that is completely complex and fascinating. And you're like, what's going on here? There's mysteries. This one starts with very, very... Very, very generic action. I don't think the effects look good at all. I think that a lot of the ships needed like five more passes of shadows and ambient occlusion on them because they stick out like a sore thumb. And for the most part, the first 20 minutes of this movie is just Pedro Pascal walking around random streets in the cool outfit, which the more you see it, the less cool it gets. So I don't know. I, I think the episode for me started and I was like, oh, no, I am not liking this. By the end of it, I'm like, all right, I'm excited for episode two to see where this goes because I think the IG drone was awesome. That whole part was cool, and then obviously the reveal at the end. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm fascinated by this now. But 50 years is a fucking baby. Yeah, blow my brains out. Yeah, you know right? what I mean? You, you think the mind's developed, right? He's just no way. physically Still a baby. Goo gaga. You but know, like, he's not, he no way. way. He doesn't even know how to talk. Then why would hard? No, not a goddamn so chance. Um, I'm just saying he sucks. The, the, the stuff where he goes and gets the the like where he walks over and he gets the thing gilded for him, or, or like yeah. I was like, yeah. what is this? This is weird. Why it's is she wearing a mask? I don't like that he's always wearing the helmet. I don't like that either. That's my big. That's oh, that's, that... that's a big issue for me because I don't. I, I you can't really connect with the character. And then he, did, I was like, all right, it's fine. Maybe he'll take it off later. Or maybe he won't, whatever. I, I would prefer it if he took it off because I like Pedro Pascal and I think he's a great actor. And it's a shame that you're hiding him behind this mask. But then we get to the scene where he's like, I gotta look down there, and he takes out his his monocle or yeah, his, yeah, his yeah, thing yeah. and, and just... kind of like puts it. <laughs> And he can't figure out where it is. And then he puts it up again, and it's in the middle of his forehead. Yeah, was... And I'm like, what is the point of this mask? Does it not have this technology built into the mask? Like, why do you need other shit? Yeah, that would be really what cool. What does the mask like, do? <laughs> anyway, I don't know. What did you think, Greg? I enjoyed it. I wasn't creaming my jeans like everybody else, else seems to be on the internet. Like, But I, I had fun with it. Like, I didn't mind it being uh, slower and different in the start. I like the idea of not, not knowing what this is going to be and legitimately knowing nothing about it. Like, I've done no research. I really didn't know. I, when I started, I was like, what? Before, like, the Empire's fallen, I didn't really understand what timeline necessarily. But even now, it's like, what, when are we? Like, We're between it... three and four, right? No, no, where are we? Oh no, I'm sorry. Guy. Stop, stop, stop. I'm sorry. We're between six, we're between six and seven. Six and seven. I I did know that. Yeah. My apologies. I Is that right that. though? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I knew mean, we're, the first yeah. order hasn't come around yet, right? But that's where yeah. we're at. Okay, cool. I knew that. That wasn't that wasn't a mistake or a Gregism. Um, getting in there and not knowing any of that and having it slowly drip fed to me, I enjoyed. And I did enjoy that it was smaller. I like that it's a character piece. I like that it was very like gunk anchored to him. Like I I did enjoy. The Brian Posehn fly, driving him over there. We get on the ship. The blue guy won't shut up. He's just there. I like. I liked sitting in that awkward spot of like, what is happening? What's about to go down? I I just think the beginning of it needed to really, really. I think a lot of the money needed to go right into the beginning of it, and it didn't. It just. I was like, this is not good. The bar scene where he walks in, it just all screamed like bad network TV. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is so, this is like all of my fears coming to fruition with Disney acquiring Star Wars is that they're just going to now churn out the stuff that is a solid B, maybe B minus in material and like or, or, or in rating. And like, I don't want that. I want Star Wars to be a triple A thing and seeing Star Wars on the level of something like Firefly, but without the actually fascinating characters is not good for me. Do you think you're going to, when this is all said and done and we step back, you'll have a different perspective on the opening? I mean, it'll... Because even by the end of the episode, I was with you. of like, this seems, this is slow. Okay, I, I like where we're going. And then getting a little bit more, getting a little bit more to where we do have the... the I, I thought him getting the uh, the suit of armor or what the one armor piece made right. was cool. And I'm like, I don't understand this, but I get this is a big deal. I right. get this is a big deal for him and his culture. I, 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 I mean, I'll continue to watch him. Because like I said, by the end of the episode, I was like, okay, I'm... This is cool. The well, we IG, have a show to do. They so. put a lot of <laughs> yeah. they put well. They put a lot of effort into the IG drone. I think that scene was well thought out, and I, that looked good. Um, and I liked how he moved. I liked that he was just that was he awesome. He was so yeah. cool. oh, so great. Very very cool. And he kept trying to blow himself up. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're getting really some funny. witty back and forth. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is that's gonna where be it cool. felt like Star Wars. It's gonna yeah. be the Mandalorian and his pet drone, uh, the IG11, right? And then he. Blew- 
blows his brain out of the air. Like, oh no, he's just by himself. So we'll see what they do with it. But I will be very interested to see if they can make this a sympathetic character with, with where he has to keep wearing the helmet, though. Because Pedro Pascal is a really, really, really good actor, but I am just not connecting with this character yet. Well, I, I think that's kind of the point. I think you are. He is shrouded in mystery. We don't really know all about him. He is wearing this mask, and that does separate us from who he can maybe be or whatever. But I think part of it is we, you know, we saw him. The flashbacks. We saw some of the flashbacks, yeah. And there's obviously something deeper happening there. But then also, like, even though I didn't really love the scene, but him learning how to ride that fucking animal, it's like. Oh, he's trying to. Okay, this is where they're kind of uh, making him more of a of a person that we can maybe connect with, who's struggling with this thing. It was and he finally w- overcomes it. I didn't think it was very good, but you know, whatever. It was the same way with. Uh, you didn't think I, what was very good? That part, there's that whole the scene in general. Yeah, one hundred percent with you. I, I like, have spoken. Yeah, and, and again, yeah, well, I I, I, I like Nick Nolte's character. I like I like the little dude, mm-hmm. but I just thought that I'm like this is a this is a throwaway scene to just basically get some character exposition here. But then he's like, yeah, you can't you can't take a speeder up there. It's rocky terrain. I'm like, what about the starship that I just landed in? Right? Could I take that yeah. up there? Yeah. That thing that can go fucking intergalactic. Can I take that up there, or do I have to ride this fucking bog door, thing, yeah. whatever the thing is? And that thing didn't look very good either. When they when they, when they started riding him across the train, I was like, yeah. "Oh my god, this looks so bad." I I felt like the the there were two like scenes where it's like it did feel very like network TV, which was the blue guy. They should have had Cut. way less of him. Like him talking the whole time, I thought was annoying and not like well written. And also that the the scene where he's like he has that guy teach him how to ride that weird animal thing yeah. that felt too fast. Like it felt for for like a show that there was as much time as they want, yeah. and there was also nothing for him to overcome. Like exactly, it's, he didn't he didn't like harken back to something in order to overcome this challenge. It was just like let me touch it, like I'm f- touching the raptor's head and fucking. But, but, but the one thing that I'm said, okay with that is that it, when you have that in context of the rest of the episode, I liked seeing him where it's he's not just there is mystery about him, like not just because he's behind a mask, but it's like you see him kind of be a badass, you see him kind of be like a. Like sympathetic person, you see him in like different frames of mind, and I think mm-hmm. that that's when cool. his arm got bit, right? Like when it seemed like, oh fuck, is he about to like really get fucked up here? He doesn't seem uh, Superman. He doesn't seem uh, uh, invulnerable. Yeah, why didn't he pull I feel like this the episode out. presented a lot of really good, first. like a premise that I'm interested in, especially with the end reveal. It's mm-hmm. just like, oh shit! Like obviously, this guy's probably force sensitive. Like there, that means a lot where we're why at think, in the why he's like Yoda, dude. You know what I mean? The oh, little, you mean the, the bo- you mean shit. you mean the baby's force? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant Mandalorian. And it's just I just feel like that's I, I think this first episode did a very good job of being ridiculously Star Wars and kind of like presenting a lot of really interesting questions of things. That I'm like, oh, I, I want to know what's happening next in a way that network t- like Agents of the Shield. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about the direction that they're going mm-hmm. after watching episode one. Um, with this, I'm like, I can't wait to see. What's going on in episode two? I want to. I want to know where they're they're going with it. It's, I feel like they answered a lot of fun little things of like uh, questions that we've had over thirty years of talking about Star Wars of like like where do they pee? What's the like all this stuff? It's like let's let's focus on that. Let's focus on the more mundane kind of like these are just people living in a world. I didn't like the blue guy either. I thought they focused on him a little too much. But I, despite that, I liked how much they focus on just random-ass motherfuckers that we might never see again. And it's like, then he gets put in carbonite. I'm like, this is fucking cool. Uh, real quick, about the blue guy, I really did like the bar scene, though. I thought like that was a cool scene. Yeah, I, like, think it, it, I, I think it started off like, extremely yeah. strong. I think I, the guy getting cut in the door, I was like, was cool. all right, I'm yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And then it did tail off. It did kind of trail off for me, where I, um, I, I liked the episode. I didn't love it. I thought it was serviceable. Uh, there was some parts that I didn't enjoy. Again, you know, we're going to keep on harping on this blue guy, but yeah, he was very much like well, you know what early 2000s, like late yeah. 90s sci-fi it, it, channel. That guy is straight out of a uh, like Star Trek Voyager. Yeah. yeah. Where you're yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, definitely. that guy's a silly character, a, a silly side character in a Star Trek universe show. And that's that's kind of what this reminded me of, but not in a good way. But I'm like, okay, we're watching Star Trek now, and Star Trek can be a little bit more relaxed and a little bit more television. But that's not what I want from Star Wars. But what I do like is the conclusion of that, where, like, not what we must have spent like 10 minutes with him total. And at the end of the 10 minutes, he gets frozen in carbonite and sold, at, like, you know, and the bounty gets, like, rewarded. Yeah. Cool stuff. I mean, yeah. the, the, the fact that he has a mobile carbonite freezer unit and, and, and his plane that's, like, the size of a, a closet versus the other one that we saw in Empire that was a fucking gigantic room, notwithstanding. That, that was a fun that little that was a fun little moment, and you got that he was baiting him in. But it was also, it's weird, because tonally you're supposed to like this character, but in the beginning you're like, okay, he, that's a really mean thing to do Are to you? someone. Are you? 
I, I, mean, I feel like the it's, main it's, character of the show, but that doesn't mean that he has to be a good. I'm character. interested in him more than I. Yeah, I I, I'm I definitely like interested. We do get hints of more of a humanity when he's talking to the. I think the, the Forge only person. thing he did that was well, they had that flashback, which is terrible, and I get it, but whatever. It was bad. <laughs> it was. It was. It was, it was, it was not. A lot of crosses there. Yeah, a lot, a lot of crosses. The right. only thing he's done so far that made him sympathetic was that he shot IG11, which is good because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, he's gonna. This guy. Yeah, I figured he was baby. gonna shoot him regardless because he wants all that metal. He's not yeah, gonna split that as a prize. But I think he was. I think he was. <clears throat> that was a moment where you're like, okay, this character is gonna be good. I just, I just don't know if. What they're, I don't know what they're going for with this. Is it supposed to be the Walter White character, where it's a character that does a bunch of bad things, but you still kind of like want to be on the ride with him, or is he going to be the sympathetic character that is the hero and, has, and is turning a leaf? I, see, I, I feel like they did a good enough job for me of like setting up enough in forty minutes, where it's like we have seven episodes left mm-hmm. this season. You know, it's like yeah. all that stuff. We'll kind of see. Is, my my worry is that the the things that they presented, they're not actually going to have satisfying answers to. But I kind of have faith that they're going to. Like I feel like this is it's it's not just good enough. Like I thought this was was a great start to this story, and I feel like the effects and stuff definitely went up to the level that I was expecting. I don't think it's network TV though. I do think that mm, it's no, like, no I yeah, I think it's better, better elevated than, than not that. much though. But I think it is. I think it's a pretty sizable step. But it's not. The trailer made me think that we were getting like movie quality Star Wars. It's not. Bad. It's not. Right, yeah. Uh, um, but it's not distracting. I feel like they made some some wise choices. Like just going straight in and being like, "This is how the ships are going to look. This is how the characters are, like aliens are going to look. We're not trying to hide it. There's physical stuff and CG. Like, this I, is the world. We're I, not trying to like bask away from that. I think. I, and I think there's a lot of good production elements in it. I do. I want to give a shout out to like when we get to the the Werner Herzog scene. Awesome. I'm like, first off, that's fucking awesome. So you got him. Cool. And the other, uh, I forget the other actor's name that's in that scene. Um, I think he was the bad guy in Venom. Am I crazy with that? Uh, it's not Riz in that, is yeah. it? Maybe. No. no. No, I don't think so. I forget who that he guy is. But insanely familiar. I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. Anyway, that whole scene where he opens it up and the stormtroopers are all fu- their their armor's oh, like tinged, dude. dude that because they've been like in hiding. Great. I was who like, yeah, this I is pretty know. cool. Yeah. That stuff was great. Um, my, I, I'm just going to be very fascinated to see how they develop the actual Mandalorian character because after a couple episodes of him being brooding and not saying anything, I'm going to get real bored real quick. They yeah, have they're going to turn that corner. They got to have him. He's going to take like when he started being more he's real. Or he's like, shit, I got I got bounced out. Oh, that's what it is. What was he in? Scroll up. I didn't, this is Omi. Oh yeah. I'm, God damn. How did I see him in? Uh, he's in Ducktales. He's oh, a voice in Rage too. Shameless. That's where I recognize him from. Uh, we'll look it up later. There's a lot of voices. Metro Exodus, look at this guy. Yeah, he's in these oh, video games. Ah. So. Um, wow. But that was cool. And I love the scene where they, they walk into the like Mandalorian like cave area and there's like, a like whole that. bunch of little I, Yeah, I didn't like stuff. the Mandalorian kids running around with their armor on. Why not? I don't know. Why? I just sound that just sounded silly. Like, it took away the Django weird. didn't have armor on all the time. Yeah, it took or Boba. It took me away. It took a lot of the mystery out of it for me. Where I yeah. I, I want to think of w- you know, wherever there is a Mandalorian, there is not another one. <laughs> like, right? I just, yeah, yeah. I, want I don't want to see be, a little city. I want them to be the mysterious sort of like being that we see on screen. Like, well, I don't know who this person is or where they come from or what their story is, but I'm intrigued. Yeah. And to see like a little civilization. I mean, not civilization. See, see, I there was like ten people, and I was like, eh, was I disagree with that because I feel like they're hinting that they're going to give us like stories there and give us backstory and like into this world because it's like I don't want to just unless he's Boba Fett. It's weird that there's Boba Fett and then there's this guy. It's like, why there's anyone that wears this outfit is just going to be like this lone bounty hunter guy. It's like, I like the idea that like maybe they're being raised for that or whatever it is. We'll see. Now I'm wondering, I just like, was, do I want this? <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was very, very weird to have that scene between him and the and the the forger or where, well, I don't know what you call the blacksmith or whatever Armor. it is, where they were both staring at each other and it's just a lifeless helmet and a lifeless helmet. And like to the credit of the actors, they kind of got it across, but I'm like, this is fucking weird. Take your helmets off. Why would you go into your den and like, Keep your helmet on. That doesn't I, make any sense. I thought that was a cool, like, Judge Dredd thing where it's like, he is the helmet. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the difference with Judge Dredd is that we can still see his face emote a little bit. And, like, Carl, very, it, very with, with, the last, yeah. with the last Dredd, like, he did such a good job. But he also wasn't the main character. Like, he had the Olivia, uh, I forget yeah, her Hershey name. was the main character? She was there, and she was the one that you were like, oh, okay, this is the character that we're following along I, this adventure. I feel like... And then he was just there That doesn't as, make like, her the main character. I, th- I well, think she's a co- she was one of the main characters. You could see her face the entire time. So sure. you, that was where we got a lot of the humanity from. Um, it's just... It's just... I'll say, the, one of the, the disappointments of this is that they didn't release all of them at the same time. Because I really felt like... 
I think this series of all the series is going to not benefit from uh, week to week rollout. I think it, I think I I wish this was all one because right at the end of that episode, I'm like, cool, I'm ready for another one. Do I really have to wait a week for this? This is not a good thing because by by it, episode man. three, if we weren't doing this show, I'd be like, I'm not watching the show anymore. Yeah. You have Hon- an option. Honestly, I think that might be why they decided to do two episodes this week. You know, like I, I they needed I, to put all of them out at once. I I feel like I don't agree. This did a good good enough job that I'm like. I'm excited to see the next episode to see where they go. Yeah. And like I'm definitely very like I'm ready to give them more chances to see if like the story hooks me. Right now it definitely has me interested. Hopefully by episode 3 we're going to be like really hooked cuz that's when the long wait starts, right? Or episode 2 I guess. It's where we now have to actually wait a week. Yeah. I agree with that. The 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 shootout scene, everything shootout leading up into the ba- to the baby Yoda. Uh what what's the Yoda race by the way? We don't, we know. don't know. Yeah. Yodel. So that's that. Like They've, that's that's actually a big deal because we don't really deal. know that uh, his race or anything from that oh. background. Didn't, so that's like kind of the first time Lucas we see. went out of his way to like retroactively delete any information. There was like one trading card right of a female Yoda right. that they yeah. like, fucking yeah. flipped out about into. Um, and they, we don't say the name. It, they burned it. We do. George Lucas is gonna smash the wall in a second. <laughs> if, you, if you say it, he's gonna keep adding scenes to a new book. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. And now Greedo holds Death up a picture Powell. of Holland's family. Oh, is this your nephew? Shot the picture. And really quick with the the whole like not wanting to learn more about like their culture and stuff. Like I think that was just the wrong headspace to go into because they've talked about their culture at length and like other start like I know it's like the Clone Wars and Rebels is not for everybody but they have expanded a lot on Mandalore and the history of that planet so them showing that in this show wasn't like a oh like weird or anything it was like I almost expected it because that planet is like kind of important for like at least in the history of those shows what's up uh, yeah, Dr. Star Wars, I have a question for you. Now that I have this Disney Plus on there, which Clone Wars cartoon do I need to watch? There's so the, there, there's that, the, the, there's the yeah. movie, and then there's the show. Apparently the movie is the first the three episodes. The movie is the first three episodes. Yes. first three episodes, and then you watch uh, the show. I will say season one is kind of hard to get through. It's very slow, but very once kid-like. season two kicks in and there's like the whole bounty hunter storyline like it really picks up and it's really fun. Can I cool. jump to season two or do I need to watch season one? I, I would say <laughs> you could just jump to season two because I feel like episode one is or you season one is like life. just very episodic kind of gotcha. like whatever so okay. yeah. for a quick second uh, I thought you were just being ultra dork and calling lore of the Mandalorians the Mandalore and no, like, that's awesome. If you <laughs> listen to the Mandalore Is Boba Fett not a Mandalorian? Uh, Jango Fett is Bobo's wearing the Mandalorian oh, right, of armor. Course. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. an unprogrammed but, clone. But Django, Django is right. Yeah. Someone in the chat. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. But also, if you were raised by a Mandalorian, doesn't don't like you, the, that still you, counts as a Mandalorian, right? Yeah. You're not from the clone planet. I mean, I'm not. Right? I didn't grow up in Italy, but still Italian. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great point. That actually yeah. works. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll see. I wonder if Boba's going to be in this. I kind of hope he's, he's not. He's dead. He got we'll eaten see. by Is the Sarlacc he? pit. Well, yeah, where are we be like, right? had a, they added a tongue to make sure. Wouldn't he be like 60 years old now? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe older. People get older. Yeah, but uh, maybe Mandalorians uh, age like uh, Yoda, where we're 50 years. He's only like Who's still shit in your pants, and he's a fucking <laughs> little 50 year old baby. If this is right, if this is right after Return, this was like maybe five years. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Boba is like maybe 30. Sure. <laughs> right, fair fair That's a fair great point. call. <laughs> I forgot there was like yeah, there's that 30 year span they can play with. So yeah, it could be the beginning. Before we go on, let me tell you that this episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, you can get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door all you have to do is cook and enjoy tonight g is about to make me some cherry sprinkled pork chops you know they have family size options yeah they do they got a ton of have us over you can have us all over i could hello fresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality regardless of your comfort in the kitchen from step-by-step recipes to pre-measured ingredients you'll have everything you need to get a wow worthy dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes you can break out of your dinner rut with hello fresh's 20 plus seasonal chef curated recipes each week there's something for everyone from family recipes that kevin's talking about to calorie smart and vegetarian and fun menu series like hall of fame and craft burgers Oh, I want some of them crap burgers. Uh, you can add extra meals to your weekly order as well as yummy add-ons like garlic bread and cookie dough. What's your stance on garlic bread, Andy? Oh, my gosh. Garlic <laughs> bread is <laughs> strong. It's strong. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get a little bit of marinara sauce. You can get nine free meals with HelloFresh by going to HelloFresh.com slash morning nine and using code morning nine. That's nine free meals with HelloFresh by going to HelloFresh.com slash morning nine using code morning nine. 
Next up, shout out to Escape the Invasion. You got to check out this game called Escape the Invasion. It's all about immersive experiences, and they just announced the launch of their new post-apocalyptic themed subscription box. Picture this scenario. You're in the middle of a post-apocalyptic world that has been ravished by a deadly virus inflicted by aliens. If I had a nickel, Andy. Uh, would you survive? How much would, would you have? I don't know. Probably like <laughs> 25 cents. Cool. With Escape the Invasion, you can find out each month you'll receive a box of clues, physical items, and evidence that will get you closer to survival. It's up to you to piece it all together, solve the mystery, and save humanity. It's been called an escape room delivered to your door where Fallout meets Alien. It's a great way to get off your phones and start connecting with your friends and family. Or if you prefer to play solo, you can interact with the online community, swapping theories and helping each other out. Right now, just for you guys, you can go to escapetheinvasion.com slash morning for 20% off your first box. That's escapetheinvasion.com slash morning for 20% off your first box. Escapetheinvasion.com slash morning. See if you can survive the alien apocalypse. What you got for me, Kev? Oh, nothing. I, th- I think you can oh. do it, Tim. I think you can survive. I, no, you don't. No, I do. No, no hey, guys, 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 guys. Tim's a fucking survivor. Nah, you get him in there, he'll be eating rats. No problem. You know I what I mean? I don't know I'd eat a rat. You definitely eat a rat. You're hungry enough, you'll eat a rat. Exactly. You eat whatever you have to to <laughs> little survive. A little bit of salt. Right? Gia's making them. I'm going to lay down. You know, hello. Fresh lay down, just, rat box. A little bit of mashed potatoes. And also, shout out to HoneyBook. Uh, it's what you've always dreamed of. You started your own business, Greg. I did. You have no boss. It's you true. are the boss. It's you great. are the CEO, my God. No one told you there would be so much admin work. That's why I here's, got Nick. Here's a reality <laughs> check. Running your business is hard, but HoneyBook makes it easy. If you started your own business, you're your own boss, but along with being the CEO, you're also the accountant, marketing manager, creative director, executive assistant, and many more titles. We're way too familiar with this. Uh, HoneyBook is an online business management tool that organizes your client communications, bookings, contracts, and invoices all in one place. It's perfect for freelancers, entrepreneurs, or small business owners that want to consolidate services they already use like QuickBooks, Google Suite, Excel, and MailChimp. Uh, With HoneyBook, you can automate your busy work. They have easy-to-use templates for emails, proposals, brochures, and invoices. And right now, HoneyBook is offering you guys 50% off when you visit HoneyBook.com slash morning. Payment is flexible, and this promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. You can go to HoneyBook.com slash morning for 50% off your first year. That's HoneyBook.com slash morning. Back to it, Andy. Overall, what are your impressions of this? Um... I'm super excited for the rest of it. I'm super excited. I wasn't uh, completely jazzed about this episode. Uh, if I were to put it at a number out of 10, mm-hmm. I'd say 7.5 out of 10. That's a I good think number. I'm right there. The moments that I did enjoy, I was very intrigued by the visuals. I thought there were some really cool shots. I thought some other shots were, uh, some other scenes were shot not so great. Um, I, in particular, the. Uh, the scene with Werner Herzog was kind of just weirdly done. I felt. Really? Uh, I thought that scene. But was I like the look. Scenes. I love the, great. I love the aesthetics I of like it. I like the. I like how that was shot. The set design was really really nice. Uh, but I thought that there was just. Some, but even um, the doors opening and like uh, that first moment where you see all the stormtroopers. That was awesome. And they're all messy and it's like, oh, what's their story? Yeah. Like what what's going on with the? You're gonna get eight episodes in 2021 about them. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna I'm be their Disney own side plus. story. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm super excited for whatever the future of this series can be. And obviously, dropping that sort of big, um, uh, the yeah, the big reveal uh, at the very, very end. I hope every episode is like that because I love when TV shows do that. But I hate having to wait another week. Do, for do you it. think the next episode starts out and he's just taking care of the baby and like he's, he's kind of becoming adoptive dad? <laughs> oh, baby, I <laughs> have some of the Mandalorian milk <laughs> somewhere. You know yeah, what I mean? God, that little tongue thing at the end that you did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I when I watched the trailer, I was like, "This is gonna be so freaking rad." And when it when I first started watching it, I was like, "Oh, this isn't exactly what I expected." And what you were talking about earlier, Nick, of like they should have put more money into the opening of this. Yeah, um, I feel like they kind of did it backwards where they ended so strong. Like once IG Eleven got like, introduced, I was like, "Oh, that man. whole stuff was." I was so like, oh, "I wish." And when we're talking about a forty minute episode, yeah. that like it doesn't take too long to get to that stuff. So it's like I I don't really hold it against it just because it didn't do what traditional things do. If like opening with the bang because I feel like in context this is opening with a bang of it being a forty minute episode. Yeah, this wasn't fifty minutes. It wasn't an hour. I appreciated it, and 
How much did you like the opening, 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 though? The new Star Wars thing with like all the helmets it's, and it's stuff. So cool. It's fine. I like that well, a lot. I, li- I like that a lot. Not I'll person. say what it I looks really so good. Take off your hype pad. You've given the, up your hype pad. Andy, no, take away the hype pad. Take the hype pad. Take the hype pad. I'll say this. The closing credit artwork is fantastic. That was really cool. So that's what I'm saying. Is It's so weird how they paced this. Because like I... They, they're trying to set this character up as a badass, and the things that he does for the first 30 minutes, while cool, are kind of generic action hero stuff. Like, the bar scene, like, where he just, like, these guys come at him, and they're all standing next to him, and I'm like, oh, he's going to do something rad. Like, he's going to pull something out of his pocket, like a thermal detonator or something cool. He's going to outsmart these guys. No, nah, he just kind of, like, bounces one guy's head, and he's this tiny little dude compared to these other guys. You're like, I don't believe this. Then he does the lasso thing. I'm like, okay, that's cool. The last thing then the thing grabs onto his ship, and you're like, oh, he's going to have to outsmart this thing. Now nah, he just goes and shocks it, and you're like, okay. Yeah, that was there's, really lame. There's nothing that he does in the first 30 minutes of this that makes me believe he is this extraordinary, badass man, like can this I, historic man, like from this historic see, warrior. Okay culture. Can I float one thing? Is like that If I can, as a yeah. counterpoint to that, I liked all that. What I liked the most about this, and uh, one of the things you were saying earlier that we got away from before I could comment on it is like, you know, he's a bad guy. Are we supposed to root for him kind of thing? I would argue, is he? He's a bounty hunter. Is Dog yeah. the bounty hunter, aside from the racism, a bad guy? You know what I mean? Like, like, he's out there doing jobs and doing things. No, and, and, and I don't. What's, I don't, what's right another yeah. famous bounty hunter? And I, and he, bounty hunter is in his name. The racist piece of shit. And I like, I like the, uh, I like the back and forth with him and Carl Weathers, right? Yeah. Where you oh no, he, it's, sorry, let me keep going on the point because I was going to get there. You're yeah. right. You're right. Carl Weathers, of course. Shout out. Awesome. But what I loved the most was the fact that he wasn't this god that it was that he kind of fucked up that he did simple stuff that it was when Carl Weathers he's like can I get another job and Carl is this one pays 5,000 he's like that's barely enough for fuel like he's struggling which is what I've never gotten about why people love Boba Fett and again I'm just a you know commoner who watches the movies well, and doesn't think too much about him what people like about Boba Fett is that he was smart and then he outsmarted people. That's why. That's what I was expecting with this, right? When he sits down and goes, and Werner Herzog's like, "You're the best. Like you have the be- the best reputation of all the bounty hunters." When someone tell when a character tells you that, what they're telling the audience is like, "You're gonna see this dude do some crazy shit you've never seen him do before." And we didn't see that. At the, literally, Nick Nolte's character is like, "The reason why I brought you here, like I, I chose to help you, is because you're a Mandalorian, and I believe you of all people can go in there and kill all these people." And I'm like, "This is gonna be dope." But then he like randomly just jumps on the back of this thing and like rides it around. I like, really didn't. How like did that you either. not get shot about a billion times while that was happening? I just wish it was more clever. Like when when you don't have budget, your writing has to be really, really, really clever. They did and have like, budget though. But, like, they don't have the kind of budget that they need to get the ambiance around where I believe this guy is this, like, gray character in this neutral, like, fucked up universe. Right now, it it feels like they're almost there. But that's the thing. Like, when he walked into the scene with Carl Weathers, I was like, oh, this looks cool. And then he sits down and they have that great back and forth where I'm like, oh, these are kind of murky characters where you don't know if Carl Weathers is good or bad guy. Maybe he doesn't give a shit about being good or bad because it's just about about surviving. making money, bro. And making money. And and I do love that back and forth where he's like, 5,000 credits, it's not enough to pay for my my fuel. And you're like, all right, man, we'll we'll pay for the fuel and stuff. I have a question for Mr. Scarpino, and I'm not even trying to light it up. I'm not even trying to light the fuse here, everybody. Who does Boba Fett outsmart? Doesn't he? Darth Vader's hands Han over, and then doesn't he get shot in the no, butt he and fall tracks, in an anus? He like, tracks them down because he out, he figures out how to, where the Millennium Falcon is going. Remember when they when they get lost in the trash? I, he's the one that tracks them. But they remember, go off and he remember goes in Revenge of the Sith where they uh, showed him learn that trick from uh, Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Fuck! It all comes back yeah. to Obi. It does. <laughs> Damn Obi! Tried, I, just, I just feel like no, no, but that's cool. I just feel yeah, like when you when you're when you're a character that in in the Star Wars universe that doesn't have force powers, you have to be, you have to have something extraordinary about you for me to give a shit. Because yeah. every single time I watch a Star Wars, anything, and there's and a lightsaber doesn't come out, I'm like, you better be a very very fascinating character because you have to compete with someone who can literally lift shit up with their brain and throw it across the room. And so far, I'm just not seeing that in this. Like right now, when I watch this, I go, ha. Ah, I kind of would rather just watch The Force Awakens again because that has the stuff that I really, really like, which is like better character development, unbelievable visuals, and lightsabers. Yeah. Yeah, I I do agree with you, though, that I – there were – those big two moments where he just shocks the alien. Off those were the supposed ship. to be the moments where you go, "This guy's great at what he where does." Where he could have, but it looked clumsy. It, there were a lot of like, other and he can't creative, move that well in the armor. There were some creative ways that he could have gone around that to where you're watching that as a as a viewer and going like, "Fuck, that's really cool and clever for not not only this character to do this, but for a writer to think of that moment." Like I I think of 
I think of uh, like I, I think of um, Walter White with the the fucking bell on the on the, yeah. the wheelchair bing, bing, blowing. Bing, bing, bing. Like, yeah, that shit it, like blows my mind that somebody that concepted that, that yeah. in writing. But when you just like, oh, let me grab this stick. Well, like a perfect I, example I think was, it would have been cooler if he like hung off and like shot it like perfectly, so it just died like immediately. You know, well, like maybe move the thrusters down yeah. and burn it. I like that he know. was just he was. I, I'm <laughs> yeah, going to do this yeah. myself, and it, he went it, out and just work, fucking work smarter, not harder. That's yeah. What but I really what's liked the point it. of it? You know what I mean? Like, like that scene had no point to it. Like, I feel like this, this was did. just a use, like this was just point a useless was complication that he easily overcame. It doesn't really give me anything character wise. I think the point. I think the point of it was to show. Hey, he's a badass. Check this guy. Normal out. people like, are gonna freak out at this. He doesn't care about this. But it's cool but it didn't work for me like that, right? Yeah, same. And here. then another another thing that I was like, when the go, when the blue guy came downstairs, I was like, oh, okay, he's letting him go down there, right? I thought it was gonna be something cool where the guy's like, oh, here's the escape pod, and he gets in and it closes, and then you see Pedro Pascal like come over and hit the button, and that's what freezes him. No, he just goes, hey. cool, and then he just pulls him over and pushes him in the thing, and then like fake bad gas comes out, and it's like. What the fuck? Why also, is any of this happening? Interesting oh, moments. Go for it. Moments before that, we did get the like uh, he finds his weapons and then just closes. Yeah, yeah. What I didn't know that. Pull a gun out. Yeah. That that was if weird. I found that, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna take this out and shoot the guy. Now I have his ship and I'm ready to rock and roll. But no, he's like, oh, Paul, just close those down. Okay. Blue guy's Fine. not that smart. Also, we don't use any of those weapons. I imagine the blue guy's just like, all right, this guy will overpower me. Well, we don't know because he's frozen in carbonite now forever. But I do love that. Uh, to, to say something positive about the 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 style of how he fights, I do. I like the gunslinger Wild West really style. Cool. Yeah, that really stuff's cool. working for me. So I want to yeah. like. I really hope they lean more into that. Where you know he does have this weird cattle prod on the back of his thing. I'm like, you throw that away. Just use your badass blaster. But that's a get a jetpack for Christ's sake. Is that's it a rifle? Yeah, yeah. Really, really helped out. <laughs> just looking, he's got no situational awareness. He's looking I, I love 400 it. meters away. There's a giant thing right now. <laughs> oh fuck! I think I think there's one thing that I I hope that they do bring to this, and we've seen from some of the promotional material, is I I feel like a lot that of MMA these, fighter from that one movie. I feel like a lot of these Star Wars movies uh, kind of benefit kind of benefit from a cool cast, uh, like a little group that they surround themselves with. And I immediately think of Cowboy Bebop. Like, who is his... Or Firefly. Who is, or Firefly, absolutely. Yeah. Who is this cast going to be? Who is this group of characters that are going to kind of give each other shit at first? Guardians of the Galaxy. And then they eventually become friends or whatever. I want to see, uh, like, you know, the friendly, cool type. And we have the old curmudgeon over here. Like, what are these... Will we what get what's his rogues gallery? Will we get be? to see somebody else for him to play off of regularly enough instead of this IG eleven droid that he just shoots well, immediately? That, you know? that the other droid's gonna show and be like, "Have you seen my twin brother? <laughs> I need your. I've got a bounty for you to help he's me like, find the guy who killed my brother." He's, he's like, like oh, "Fuck! Nope, it was his, it, it was his lizard baby. <laughs> it's fifty years old." <laughs> I loved I, IG eleven. I loved every line of dialogue. Dude, I loved the him constantly, so almost self destructing, and yeah. I loved the the action scene. Like was fun and cool and I like how it ended with the Mandalorian grabbing the fucking laser thing it just like that to me cool felt too. like it had a good build where he didn't feel like Superman it was just kind of like a, I gotta get this done yeah I gotta get this done I, I enjoyed that and the reveal of the Yoda thing at the end is just like that's up to me where I'm like I would have never thought about that like mm. what the fuck that's just what are the consequences of this I do I, I do really enjoy the the concept of IG I just feel like that the the way the IG droids look is so dated to how the other technology looks in the show. Like I think uh, immediately, I think of um, oh gosh, from Rogue One, tall fucker. K2SO. Yeah, K two S O. And I, I I was hoping there'd be more of a droid of that sort of oh, aesthetic. So I I I mean I'm a I, I normally. Yeah. This is obviously like a, I like the a re- nostalgia touch. Do we the, see Bosk? Was that Bosk in the? It, in like it was a Bosk like looking. So like they uh, they updated racist. that vibe or whatever, and like that. Obviously oh, you, they, so you don't care about the design? You want the design to be awesome? I, I, I got it. Like yeah, him. I got it. I mean, yeah, I guess so. I just feel like it, when those characters <laughs> were created, it was done on obviously such a low budget. Yeah, and I don't know is if Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> I don't know if any other robots really look like that anymore in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, I love because I love the way that they had him move. Yeah, so. It felt like the design, they finally like utilized that yeah. type yeah. of... I guess yeah, just yeah, the yeah. tin can head just threw it off. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, think that, I think that's the, just a subjective the, thing. The I eyes it. were weird, but I also I loved to see him actually come alive You'll and be a, a bounty hunter. <laughs> you know, like actually see him killing. Like, because it's like, for the longest time we know there are killer droids out there. We haven't seen too many of them. And to see him be so effective, like it was cool when he's... St- 
in the middle of everything, just kind of walking around, you know? I, I, and I love the dialogue, too, and I love the, like, oh, I hate droids. It's just, like, yeah. there's just little things that you know yeah. are going to pay off later. And I love the references to things like the, the Tom about the Purge and things like that. It's like, that's awesome. That it's like, this is real. This is When canon. they say it the fits. Purge, is that Jedi's? The, yeah, the okay, Order 66 stuff, which is cool. Cool. Yeah, it's like this yeah. stuff all happened. Prequels, sequels. Well, I guess sequels haven't happened yet, but they're going to happen. So you don't think the purge is some Mandalorian thing? I think it's the Jedi thing. Okay, I thought it was a Mandalorian yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, I thought, that's it, was one of those I thought yeah. it was really to the flashbacks. I, I I really hope they I really hope they continue on with that reveal at the end, and I hope they give us stuff that actually is relevant canon. Because um, that's like I, that's the one thing I hope they don't do, which is like. Which is they just give us a bunch of characters that don't mean anything in the greater uh, Skywalker trilogy. I really hope there's some tie-ins that are really really cool. I, I, I don't necessarily. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't want that. I, I mean, we've I'm, got there's. I, if we if we build this whole other world that that all this stuff's happening, we know how it ends. No, we don't. We know the first order comes. We well, know yeah, that there's a whole other thing that's happening. Even outside. now, we don't know. None what of the, this matters. But we don't know. The, but it, the first no, it, it matters to like Mandalorian's reach. story. Yeah. That's what, what I'm saying is I want it to. I. Okay, we'll we'll see where it goes. Yeah. There needs to be. They need to have the thing that I didn't like about Shield, Agents of Shield, is that it didn't feel like it was. It was well, that wasn't included. Like that exactly, yeah. And so that's why I want. I need there to be mm -hmm. elements that tie into the greater stories for me, or else this is going to feel very thin. I like. I like the idea that this is its own character piece. It's its own side shoot. I hope it doesn't come around and try to shoehorn itself into. I don't even know Ray or I, uh, Isaac Newton, whatever. I don't want that, Isaac, but I do. I do want it to play into the great. Isaac life. Isaacson, who's who's the fucking who's who's Finn? Oscar Isaac. No, who's the other guy? Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I said, I said Asimov. Oh. Oh. Thank you. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, again, I don't. I don't want it to be like, oh, this is a direct prequel to it. But like, obviously, they're introducing Yoda characters, so they're taking these chances, right? Like, this is we haven't seen one of these yet, so that is. Those are well, all I'm saying is those are elements that to me go okay. This is something that's going to be. They're going there. They're going. It's going to be. Um, I don't know the way it, but, but it's going to be consequential. Yeah, like it's going to actually be something that's going to resonate forever in the Star Wars history and the Star Wars canon, right? And if and that makes me excited. I want to see more of those elements where we actually refer back to this show as something that's meaningful, as opposed to this being just ancillary content. But this could be like the like this could be a. A new creation of a new Jedi Order that is then unrelated to the Skywalker saga, but like, it can't. But it can though. But like Skywalker saga can end without them resolving the Jedi stuff. But like, if they the have, Jedi's are, you know, they're not. If they have a Jedi Order that springs up in this show, yeah, then it's not going to make sense. Why? I, I don't think they're going to play with Jedi's at all in this. Maybe you'll see a, a random Jedi here and there. I mean, I, I think that because like, this is this thirty years Yoda prior thing, to when we've seen Skywalker go and be like, there are no Jedi's left. I'm the last Jedi. He told it's us that movie. Yeah, nobody knows. Like you know, the, the, these things are connected. Well, what I'm saying is, when you have that element, uh -huh. if you were to introduce the other element, then it becomes confusing, befuddled, and murky. So this is Unless where they're totally this is why when people tracks. talk about how it's difficult to have the Star Wars like the greater Star Wars universe be Marvel, which is like which is always weird to me. Like this is what what I'm starting to feel. Where I'm like. Can they can they introduce Jedi's in this? Because to me that feels totally wrong and not right. I I personally hope that this goes a different route, not the MCU route, where all these things are connected. I'd like to see just individual stories that are kind good. of going their yeah good stories that are going their own route that don't necessarily have to tie back to mm -hmm. Skywalkers or anything that we already know. It's what I always argue about with comic books, right? Like mm -hmm. I don't think continuity is bad at its core, but it gets bad with these month to month books. If right. this is going to be a, we have a story to tell about the Mandalorian. Here is the eight episodes, whatever it is. Here's the, here's the entire. We already know there's a season two. Okay, here's the here's the Mandalorian storyline we are starting. Right, that's the story we want to tell. I don't care if it's good and it's interesting. It's awesome. I know that it's here <laughs> in somewhere. Uh, there's all sorts of fucking Captain Phasma's polishing her helmet to get killed someday or whatever. <laughs> they would never be killed. And like, I don't need it all to be locked in, tied together. I She's understand dead. that I'm in the same fucking universe and it's gonna go. Yeah. Yeah, it's always a risk when you go with the uh, nostalgia like polls of like, oh, there's that thing that you already know. And when it works, it really fucking works, but it's really easy to mess it up. And yeah, I of think course. That that's going to be the. the and that's key why I just go. Don't try to touch it. Don't try to bring yeah. it back. And it's like, that's the. I feel like the, the connecting is going to be Boba Fett. Is he in this? Is he him? Is there. Like, do they mention him at all? Like, that's going to be the connective tissue uh, that I feel is going to be the most difficult to navigate. I miss the fan man. Being See, I think that would be a huge mistake to put Boba in this. Because you're introducing a character that's that this character is a knockoff on, and you're going to expect us to still like this when we get the original. It's going to be weird. I don't think they're going to put Boba Fett in this at all. 
They might make mention to him a little bit here and there. Yeah, what but, if you trained him or whatever? They were in the I mean, same, maybe, but like if Boba Fett class. shows up in this, the little kid in me is going to go, why the fuck am I paying attention to the Mandalorian? What's going on with Boba Fett? Like, Boba Fett's a cool character. The Wait Fett for it. The Fetters. Yeah. We just call them Boba Fetters. Uh, Play tennis. A question that I had. They were talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible joke. <laughs> when, uh, when he goes to the, the, the Forge lady, she asks him a question. Did your... Who are you? No, what was it? Like, do you guys know what I'm talking about at all? No. She was like, did your... Did your emblem? Did you miss your emblem or something like something that? Something like that. Like, did your emblem come I th- in or something? I think, it was the sh- I think it was the thing that she gave him, was that shoulder pad thing that was supposed to be But some... even then, she was like, like once she was done, wasn't she like, I'm sure it'll, it'll come soon. I have no idea. I think yeah. there's an... I thought, that was, for that a was second, a cool... I thought she took that credit that he gave her, melted it down, and made the... She did. She did. Yeah, because that, that credit is okay. a type of metal... That is, I assume. Yeah, because the kind of metal that, that goes from there being only a little bit of it to a giant yes. shoulder pad. In the yeah. very, very first, so yeah. in the very, very first scene, Best they walk star. up to him and look at his helmet, and he's like, "Is, is that a whatever helmet or, yeah. or metal that you have on your helmet?" Yeah, and yeah. it's obvious that like the rest of his suit looks shitty. His helmet super pristine and like really clean looking. Yeah, so the, it's obvious that they're they're doing Did, something with his armor. They or also like sparked off of it, right? Like, yeah, something touched it, and it like. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, one. someone went, he like scraped on it, yeah. and it like yeah. What I what I liked was uh, he gets shot in the armor, and for the first time in Star Wars history, the armor actually did its job. Yeah, and you're like, thank you. There That's you nice go. to see. Mm-hmm. Why wear armor if it if blasters just go right through it? So that was kind of cool. Barrett, so, uh, before we wrap up here, what what are your concise thoughts on this? Concise. Um, I loved it. Uh, I I had a really fun time with it. I went in expecting weird, slow, quiet paced. Uh, cowboy bebop like show, and that is what I'm getting. That's the vibe I'm getting. Um, I, 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 and I think it's going to be a slow build, and I'm really into that. Uh, again, weirdly, uh, comparing it to cowboy bebop of the entire time when the characters come together in that show, it's like even they're kind of friendly to each other, but they're kind of all dicks to each other too. And there isn't this whole camaraderie or anything like that. You aren't supposed to think that they're good people. They are just bounty hunters kind of just surviving in the kind of great uh, galaxy and stuff like that. And uh, that's what I want from this show. And that's exactly what the first episode gave me. Like, yeah, the part that I least liked was the the character at the beginning, the blue guy. But I liked the buildup of, like, yeah, fuck, this guy's annoying. I hope the whole episode isn't about him and stuff. And then immediately, like, yeah, you're getting frozen in carbonite. Like, you're just, I'm turning you in. This is really, really fucking cool. Being someone that has watched off Clone Wars and Rebels, mm-hmm. how do you think that, so far, this fares compared to those? Uh, that's... I, I think it's way too early to really compare it to those, because I think... The reason this show doesn't seem to be trying to put itself into the grander story where those shows are like Mm. Clone Wars is about Anakin and his uh, Padawan Ahsoka and like all that stuff. Rebels is about uh, another Jedi who survived Order 66 and is trying to like train other Jedi and the the build up and starting the rebellion and all that stuff like they serve the kind of greater story where this seems to be just a cool, like, small character piece about uh, just this guy from this planet just trying to make a living, and I'm so fucking in for that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really loving it. Uh, I'm excited for the rest of the season. There we go. What's up with Baby Yoda? We'll have to find out in a couple days. Friday, we'll be back with Kind of Funny's Mandalorian in review. Until then, what's the I, word that you I have the Greedo? Huh? The Greedo word? Uh, Manchuka. <laughs> <laughs> Slimo. <laughs> Bye.